0: The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.
1: Here we are once again. Thank you for joining us. This is Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society. In Romans eleven twenty nine, 29, Paul mentions the gifts and the calling of God, that they are irrevocable. What gifts and calling is he referring to? And how are they irrevocable? This will be our topic today. This is the Grace Evangelical Society And you can find out more about us at our website, faithalone.org. We also have an online seminary if you're interested in that. Applications and registrations for the spring semester are being taken now. You can find out more about our seminary at gesseminary.org. Now with today's discussion, here are Catherine Wright and Ken Yates.
0: Paul concludes his discussion on Israel. He says in verse 28, concerning the gospel, they, talking about Israel, mm-hmm. are enemies for your sake, or we might say for your benefit. And who's the your? The church, the Gentiles, mm-hmm. the uh, body of Christ. Mm-hmm. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the sake of the fathers. A couple issues there. Well, I was about
2: to say, there are two words <laughs> That's we've right. got to talk about uh, here. So I'll <laughs>
0: let you tackle the first one. What does Paul mean when he says... Concerning the gospel.
2: Gospel, as if you've been following our series, and by the way, we've been in Romans now for quite some time. And About you,
0: 30, 40 years. I right? know. Yep. Yeah, we've <laughs> we've aged
2: some. And if you want to hear the rest of these episodes, please go back, You know, check out faithalone.org. You can listen to all of our podcasts for free there. But we have argued that the word gospel in Romans is not just the message of eternal life by faith alone. But it is the good news of deliverance from the consequences of sin and God's wrath in particular.
0: So we would say it includes the power to
2: live godly. Here and now. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. The word gospel means good news. We hear that all the time, but you know, sometimes we tend to, myself included, he, see that word and we define it as the saving message, but it's it's more than that in the Bible. It refers to many things.
0: And certainly in the book of Romans.
2: And certainly in the book of Romans. So in this case, we've argued that gospel is not just the message of going to heaven, but it is about the good news that we have the power of the spirit to live righteously. That's part of it, as we've argued. Um, that has now been offered to Gentile believers in and, the body of Christ.
0: And the nation of Israel as yeah. a whole, mm-hmm. obviously not all because there was a remnant who believed as a whole, but they had rejected all of that. That's Everything right. that Paul is teaching in the book of Romans, That's right. justification by faith, walking by the spirit, the power of the resurrected Lord, living within the believer, mm-hmm. the privilege of calling upon him as the resurrected Lord. They have rejected all. All of that good news.
2: And can I just add, obviously, this is talking about something more or not the saving message, because he's saying this is something that has been brought about because of the rejection of the Israelites. Well... That would mean that salvation wasn't available to the Gentiles. Salvation then. from hell. Right. Salvation from hell wasn't available to the Gentiles in the Old Testament, which we know that's not the case. We know Gentiles could be saved, which has also been part of our conversation. So this is something, what would we say? New.
0: In addition. In to addition. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And so then Paul says, but concerning the election. Now I'm going to take that one on. Okay. Since I
2: toss I the ball back ball to you. Yeah, there that's
0: you go.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> They, the... Jews are beloved for the sake of the fathers. Here the fathers are the patriarchs in the Old Testament, the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the promises that were made to them. They are elect. Mm. And once again, as we've argued a couple other places in Romans, election here is not talking about. God chooses certain people to go to heaven and certain people to go to hell. Mm-hmm. The election here is that God has chosen the nation of Israel and he's going to fulfill those promises to them. And we saw that in the last podcast, that because of those promises, because they are his chosen people here, he's talking corporately as a group. He's going to deliver them in the last days when the Lord returns. And they are still beloved. And and of course, this is um, Paul's main point in Romans 9 to 11. God has not abandoned his people. He's not rejected them. Uh, they are enemies right now, but the day is coming because they are chosen by God, and uh, he's going to fulfill those promises to them. So we've talked about the gospel, and then we talked about election, that God has chosen the nation of Israel. And then verse 29 is a verse that is often yeah. ripped out. Oh, how, how do they say that? Ripped, screaming out of context. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taken just,
2: out, r- cherry picked. Right? Yeah, I
0: just ripped out and the verse is screaming, the no. little cartoon with the little <laughs> voice. You know, he's like, don't take me out don't of this do context.
2: It yet.
0: <laughs> For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Hmm. These gifts that he's given Israel, Paul has discussed those earlier, all the things that God has given the nation, Right. and he has called them to be his people. When God calls something and when he gives a gift, it is irrevocable. Now, go well, ahead. Well,
2: I was just going to say, I think this is an example of you need to ask what gifts? Right. What right. are the gifts that are being addressed in this context? Because... Typically, this verse is going to be used as it is we're talking about spiritual gifts given to the church. But contextually, that makes no sense.
0: Right. Paul's not talking about the spiritual gifts here. The uh, spiritual gifts are for the church, as Mm -hmm. you say, in 1 Corinthians 12, 13 and 14. But what he's saying here is, and this is a beautiful way to conclude this discussion on Israel, God's called them. And Mm -hmm. he's going to do what he's called them to be, Mm -hmm. if you you want to word it that way. And the
2: gifts that he's given, who, who were these gifts given to? I think that's the other way to ask this. Are these the gifts given to the church or are these the gifts given to the nation of Israel? Mm -hmm. And everything in 9, 10, and 11 is, we're talking about Israel.
0: Yes. In in Romans 9, 10, 11, there's never a mention of spiritual gifts to the church (laughs) because he's not addressing the church. He's addressing Israel. But let me ask you a question. Can we use this verse as an application when it comes to the gift of eternal life? Because Jesus in in John 4, for example, at the woman at the well said, if you knew the gift of God and the gift there is eternal life, could we use this verse as an application to say, he's given me eternal life and that's irrevocable? I don't know. See?
2: I don't like it. See,
0: she didn't know I was going to do no, that. No, no,
2: I wouldn't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. So you, I went, mean, that's true. Obviously right. that is true. Um, but I would just go to John chapter four and, and make the argument four. from John chapter four, because we're talking about eternal life there. I mean, he's not talking about eternal life here. And I think, I think that it could be muddy and mm-hmm. I, I just wouldn't.
0: Right. So you would go to John four where he says, you'll never thirst again. Yeah. Once you have this gift right? or John 10,
2: nothing can take you out of my hand. Or I just, I, I just wouldn't go here. Because, and I'll just say this, when this is typically used, as being used as it pertains to the gifts given to the church. And we know that some of the, the gifts, or at least in our view, I know there's going to be those that disagree with us, but there are gifts that have ceased. And so if we want to apply this to all the gifts that have been given to us, whether spiritual or the gift of eternal life, or in this case, the gifts given to Israel, there are gifts that are taken, mm-hmm. but he's talking about the promises and the gifts that have been given to Israel. Those are irrevocable. Obviously, the gift of eternal life will not be taken back, but there are the spiritual gifts like the gift of, of being apostle
0: or the gift of being a prophet.
2: Right. Those no longer exist. So you can't apply that principle to every gift of the New Testament. Period. Right. So, yes, it's applicable to the gift of eternal life, but not to the spiritual gifts. So, therefore, it's a little bit of a wishy washy application. Good That's a good in my answer. Opinion,
0: right. But. Okay. <laughs> and then, as Paul concludes this section of Romans 9 10 and 11 on Israel and her future, he ends with a doxology. And the word doxology means a word of praise. He breaks out in a, a song of praise, mm-hmm. if you will. I'm not sure if he would actually sing this as he was dictating it to his secretary, but he says, we, we skipped over a couple verses, what he has said is that because of Israel's disobedience, because of their rejection of the good news, this has caused God to send out this good news to us to the church, to Gentiles being a part of the body of Christ. And of course, this is not something that was in the Old Testament. And who could have seen something like that? And so Paul breaks out in this praise. And I'm just going to go ahead and and read these verses. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has become his counselor or who has first given to him and it shall be repaid to him for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. When he says in verse 34, for who has known the mind of God or who has become his counselor as Paul looks back and sees what God has done. Again, this was not in the revealed in the Old Testament, the glories of the church that Paul has spent the first eight chapters of this book talking about and what's been given to us as believers in Jesus Christ. He says, who could have known this? Who could have seen that even in what seemed like a tragedy, when you read the gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke of what they did to the Lord and they, that God's chosen elect people have rejected him. But look what God has done with that. He's brought in this body of Christ, the bride of Christ, who's going to reign with him. And that's the way they're going to be forever. And it's like Paul says, who could have said to God, (laughs) hey, have you ever thought about this? I have Uh, an idea. (laughs) Yeah, I've got an idea. Maybe you've never thought of it. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe you've never (laughs) thought of that. I think that's in simple English what he means when he says, who could have been his counselor? Like maybe you ought to do this or in the next verse in verse 35, when he says, who is given to him, who's given this advice to God and it shall be repaid to him as if God was in debt to that person. And again, putting it in simple language, it would have been something like, Hey, Lord, did you ever think about this? And God says, Oh no, I never thought of that. Uh, I owe you for that one. (laughs) That's what Paul is saying. There's no one who could have come up with this. And therefore, in the kingdom, in all of eternity, when Israel goes in and all the promises are fulfilled to the nation, and then as the church assumes her position and faithful believers reign with the Lord, which we saw Romans eight seventeen right? Second mm-hmm. Timothy 2. This glorious kingdom that is coming. Who could have seen this? no one and so all glory goes to God and so no wonder as Paul contemplates on all this and how God is going to fulfill all these promises to his people and then at the same time extend mercy to people like me and you all glory goes to him well we hope this was helpful and until next time remember keep, keep grace in and focus, focus.
1: Would you be interested in some free ebooks on topics you hear on this program? Well, if you are, you need to come visit us at faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We are so thankful for our financial partners who keep us on the air. Every gift is tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can give, go to faithalone.org. On the next episode, we look at a familiar verse and a great verse in Romans, Romans 12.1, the mercies of God and a living sacrifice. Join us, and until then, let's keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.